It's Tuesday the 9th of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. And Shane Lee, the in-laws are in town and already they've seen some fantastic sporting action. Yeah, uh, Nana and Nono went up to watch Thomas play yesterday. He plays a bit of soccer on a, on a Monday evening and um, he put on a bit of a display for them for the first time. They won 5-1 and Thomas scored all five goals. So Nono's calling him the man now. <laughs> so Thomas is pretty proud of himself. Oh, good on him. And as we know, there's already uh, sort of agents circling Thomas's sporting <laughs> career to see where he does finish up. Steve Gillis, our rugby league manager to the stars in particular. Look, we've got a great show on the way. Michael Vaughan uh, in a little hot water, it looks like. T20 World Cup, India out. Uh, that was a bit of a surprise. And what is this surprise twist in the Ben Simmons story? Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Now, Shane, let's start with cricket. There's a lot of cricketing news about, of course, um, a dramatic old few months at Yorkshire with claims, well, more than claims of racism. We've seen people stand down, officials stand down. And uh, now one of the biggest names, not only in English cricket, but in world cricket, has been dragged into it. Michael Vaughan has been dropped by the BBC amid a claim of a comment that he allegedly made uh, at a game or a training session regarding uh, one of the players from Yorkshire. He's hotly denying that he made these comments. Basically, he's saying there's too many of you around here uh, talking to one of the subcontinental players. Um, But it's not a good look. No, not a good look. Um, But these are allegations only, Timmy. Um, Michael Vaughan, and this, uh, he's now been dropped from the BBC on these racism allegations. It does predate um, his time starting at the BBC, so they've stood him down, uh, along with the Yorkshire chairman, um, Roger Hutton. Um, but it was Azim Rafiq, uh, a Pakistani cricketer, and um, as the one that's come out, and he said, you know, he felt like a real outsider playing for Yorkshire, and he said he contemplated taking his own life at his time there. Um, and he refers to when he was walking onto the field, Michael Vaughan saying, with him and two other Pakistani players, there's too many of you lot. That's that's the claims that he's making. And as you said, mate, Michael Vaughan is uh, vehemently, uh, vehemently denying these claims, mate. So, yeah, it's it's, it's not a good look for um, English cricket. But, yeah, as you said, Michael Vaughan is a huge, huge name in the world of cricket. And, um, yeah, this is a bit of a slur on his uh, reputation, that's for sure. 
Yeah, but he is absolutely uh, emphatically denying yep. uh, that he said it. Now, a change of tack, Australia to a Pakistan for the first time in 24 years. Uh, that's got to be a good sign, hopefully. Yeah, it possibly. It's um, it's 24 years since Australia has been there. Um, they're looking to go over in March, April 2022, next year, to play three tests, three one-day internationals and one T20. Saying that, uh, when I went there in 1996, um, it was a. I felt quite safe then, but um, you know, with all the stuff that's gone on in the world, um, I'm sure that they wouldn't be going ahead with this tour unless they were confident that the players will be safe. But just with what's going on with the Taliban and that, oh, I, I would not like to be getting on a plane personally going over there. It's just it's a part of the world that's still a little bit um, not secure for me. Yeah, well, there's been an absolute. Um desert of cricket played in mm. Pakistan, international cricket anyway, for, for quite some time. Now, Jason Roy, English opener, this is a real hit for them. He's out for the rest of the T20 World Cup with a calf problem. Yep, the English team have had their, their top three batters have been so explosive during this World Cup, mm. Jason Roy being one of them. And um, yeah, he'll miss the semi-final against New Zealand now, which is a massive blow for England. Saying that, I still think England might just take out New Zealand in the semi-final and hopefully we can beat Pakistan and and we'll meet um, the Poms in the final, mate. Look, I don't want to say that Ravi Shastri's making up excuses, but uh, uh, India really underperformed at this T20 World Cup, didn't make the semi-finals, obviously, and uh, Coach Ravi saying that they're drained and they need a rest. I sort of um, agree with him. I, I think India in particular, for the last three years, particularly under Kohli, he demands a lot. Um, and the the... Indian cricket team, mate, they have been going through, as I said, three years of intense cricket, lockdowns, bubbles, you know, the IPL, they, they would be drained. They had a big loss against Pakistan, which is, you know, for the um, Indian cricket team is, is, is probably the biggest loss you can have and missing out on this one when they were probably the tournament favourites. But, yeah, look, I tend to agree there's been a lot of cricket all around the world and Indians have been at the forefront of that, so they probably do need a bit of a break. Yeah, they probably all do. That's the point I'm making, though. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know whether... You know, they, they probably might have played a slightly bit more cricket, but look, lots of mm. them, are, all the teams are in the middle of a whole lot of stuff. So anyway, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens with the, the T20 World Cup. It's not going to be an Indian victory this year. Now, in the NBA, Ben Simmons, the Boston Celtics, like one of the one of the brands of the NBA, uh, uh, showing a flicker of interest. Now, Ben Simmons obviously has made it very clear he doesn't want to be where he's at. No, he doesn't, and... Mate, he's losing about four hundred thousand dollars a week now. Um, so he needs he needs to get this sorted ASAP. Um, the seventy sixes have been very very particular in saying they will not um, transfer him unless they get something back or at least get some of their money back as well, right? Um, mm. So now there's a chance to go to the Boston Celtics by swapping Jalen Brown. So he, he'll potentially come over to the seventy sixes from Boston and and vice versa. So that could work and that could save him a lot of money because um that two hundred million dollars is going to run out pretty quick when you're losing four hundred thousand dollars a week. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there's already some talk on social media, uh, particularly from Boston fans saying, So okay, you want to get rid of this player for a guy that puts his mobile phone in his pocket at training and stuff. So yeah, look we'll have yeah, yeah look the, the the thing is these days, any any vision or anything that you do goes around the the globe so quick that everyone knows yep. exactly what's gone on. Now um Look, often football players slash soccer players are, are picked up for going down injured when they're not injured. <laughs> but what about – this is, is quite quite the opposite. Um, this attempted – I don't know if you call it challenge, defence or whatever, but 
it looked like this guy was in a, a scene from a Bruce Lee movie. <laughs> well, they're calling it online. They're calling it an online attempted assassination. Um, it, it was in the African um, Soccer League, uh, and the, the goalkeeper's name was Maud um, Alifi, and um, he came out. Um, the opposition were coming through. The ball was coming through. He come off his line. The goalkeeper. What could only be described as to get the ball, he led with his foot. It was like a flying UFC karate kick <laughs> that collected the guy, the, um, the attacking um, uh, striker, right in the neck. Um, it was horrific. It was horrific. I shouldn't be laughing, but it was just like you just don't expect to see this on a soccer field, leading with you, all your studs and collecting the guy right in the neck. It was, um, yeah, maybe goalkeeping's not this guy's forte, but... <laughs> I tell you what, crowd he is. Yeah, it was a massive brain snap, wasn't it? And the vision is just—you look at it, you have to look away. Um, now, just just back to basketball for a second. Josh Giddy, just he just keeps keeps rolling on, doesn't he? Like this young bloke, where's he going to end up? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Isn't it? There's like two tales every day. We we do this show, Timmy, um, in in basketball, particularly the NBA. You got Ben Simmons, sort of woes continue, and Josh Giddy. His um, his stocks keep going through the roof. Um, he's helped um, Oklahoma City um, to a victory over San, San Antonio Spurs, ninety nine to ninety four. But once again, another really good game. He only played twenty seven minutes, but he scored seven points, seven rebounds, and four assists. And as I said, mate, his stocks are going through the roof. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Um, now, skinfold tests. Did yes. you have skinfold tests when you were playing? We did, we did, mate. And they used to use um, these sort of skinfold calipers, where it's like a little pinching instrument. Um, oh yeah, I've been to a couple of personal training sessions where they start off like that. Come on, let's check out what's going on. That hurts. It does hurt. Um, for Murph Hughes, we reckon we used to get the barbecue tongs out for him. He <laughs> 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 yeah, a little bit more than everyone else. But um, in the AFL draft, they've actually, and this is the world we live in now, Tim. They've actually said they won't use compulsory skinfold testing. Because um, it's body shaming um, in relation to being drafted, but once they get to their football clubs, this is a big part that your skin folds and your fitness, particularly in AFL, when when how far you have to run every match, is a big big part of it. So they want to monitor your uh, monitor your body fat. So yeah, they'll re- get it out of the drafts um, set up, but once they get to their clubs, I'll be tested every week. Now the, the NRL, the Dolphins, uh, look, they're not going to play in 2022. Obviously, they come into the competition in 2023, but we're going to see a story a week, aren't we, as they sort of continue to build and get players, and they look like they've got a, look, they've already got their biggest signing of all in Wayne Bennett, but uh, their playing stocks are starting to slowly assemble. Yep, they've got their first actual signing. It's um, a young 20-year-old kid called Harrison Graham, um, and he's been signed on a development contract. So, yeah, you're right, Timmy. Every week we're going to be seeing more players being um, signed and, and moved over to the Dolphins as Wayne Bennett um, forms his uh, his team to kick off in, is it a year's time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't play 2022, but they come yep. in in 2023. So yep. it'll be interesting to see uh, which big names end up going there. Um, and they aren't easy, are they? They're not easy no. to get off the ground, new teams. So um, the Dolphins, let's see what happens to them. Now, a little bit of boxing, it sort of straddles the rugby league world as well. Joey Leilua, of course, uh, West Tigers, he left West Tigers in a blaze of words and he had a crack at Michael Maguire. He certainly has a, uh, you know, a pedestrian turn of phrase, doesn't he? <laughs> he certainly does, mate, but he... Uh... Yeah, they're sort of saying, what experience have you got in the boxing world? And he said, well, just pub fights, basically. <laughs> yeah, then, then, but then he goes, but that's all I can say. 
So, like, he had just said it, mate. Like, but that's all I can say. It's like in that famous interview years ago. I don't know. I think it might have been Big Sam, and he dropped the f bomb in the, in the in the interview. He goes, oh, and then he said, oh, f. I said f. Like, it's like you, you'd already just said it, Joe. The street, the pub fights. Oh my goodness gracious me! Now, Shane, what about when uh, you were playing in a game and had to get tickets for families? Were they always in and around where you guys were sitting? Yeah, generally, um, whenever you played a game for Australia, you were uh, able to get, uh, I think it was six tickets um, to every match. Um, and generally, they were um, in and around uh, the player area, um, always in the member stand. But in the NFL, we, we spoke about Aaron Rodgers last week, um, testing positive for COVID and being out uh, for the next two weeks. Well, he's been replaced by a young rookie called Jordan Love. And his mum and girlfriend have been to every college game to watch him play through his whole career. He makes his debut, and they had him up in the bleachers. <laughs> they, took, they 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 got him on. They got them on the camera up in the bleachers. Now that far away, sort of saying, surely the mother of the quarterback and the girlfriend should be sitting a little bit closer to the match. But um, look, I'm sure. They, they they wouldn't have cared where they sat. They were just happy to be there for his first game. Yeah, they were. They were almost in the blimp. They they were that yeah, high up. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, though, isn't it? Like, you, you played the sport. I've reported on it for a long time. The people that come and ask for tickets, it's really interesting. You may not have heard from for a while. Mate, how are you? Look, look, don't go out of your way. Don't go out of your yeah. way. If, if they look, they yeah. come across your desk, I'd love four tickets on the halfway line. Yeah, yeah. Some guy we've never spoken to in 15 years, mate. You wouldn't have three tickets to the World Cup final, would you? <laughs> can, you get, can you get my son to play in it? Um, yeah. so there's a whole comedy skit in that kind of stuff. Now, look. The, the sport of bodybuilding, it's it's often, um, I don't know, it's had a haze around it, hasn't it, because of, mm. uh, you know, the techniques that people use to make themselves look like that. It's uh, it's extraordinary, the, the, the shape that they get into and the poses that they make. But we've seen a, a tragedy here. Mr. Olympia bodybuilding legend Sean Roden um, has had a massive heart attack and, and died at the age of 46. Yeah, dead at the age of 46, Timmy, and... Um Look, there's no prizes for guessing how many um, steroids and drugs they put into their system. Um, but really, really sad. It was only a photo of him and his, his young daughter only a mm. week ago. Um, yeah, now she's got to live without a dad. So uh, it's a big, big price to pay, I suppose, for looking that good, mate. It's not all about abs, Timmy. No, that's a sad story. There's there's little question about yeah. that. Um, all right, well, well, a massive change of tack. Uh, and this is going to finish us off today. It's interesting, isn't it, travelling the world um, when you're working in any capacity or playing sport uh, to to get everything exactly right. And uh, particularly on some of the early sporting tours, uh, you had some challenges. Yeah, well, we mentioned the 1996 World Cup um, when I played in, it was played in India, Pakistan and Sri Lanka. And we were in, in India. Um, now, back in 1996 in India, the hotels were okay. They weren't like they are now seven star. India's changed so much in the last 20 years. But um, this one particular evening, I was frustrated. I, I'd injured my knee slightly, so I just wanted a big bowl of ice to ice my knee. So I rang room service, and things got lost in translation, as they do in India sometimes. And ordering, I just wanted a, a Caesar salad, a big bowl of ice to ice my knee. And I said, I just want it all together. Please don't keep me waiting. I want to get a good night's sleep. An hour went by, still no food and still no ice, and I got really frustrated with the room service, so I was just basically saying, don't even worry about the Caesar salad, just get the big bowl of ice here. 
And almost on the two-hour mark, I was about to fall asleep and knock, the, the doorbell rang on the hotel door. In came my Caesar salad, followed by the biggest bowl of steaming rice <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> not, I said ice, not oh. rice, yes. Yeah, so I couldn't really ice my knee with that, but um, – Sometimes you just got to smile and move on, Timmy. Oh, you, you know, like you're a bit of a culinary wizard. You could have done a bit of a sort of couple a bit of the rice into the Caesar salad and do like a, you know, change 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 the meal a little. Yeah, yeah it didn't help my knee. No, no. Shane <laughs> Lee is out for the remainder of the World Cup. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, our wonderful sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh, will be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.